brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Right now on The Rob Dibble Show, it's time to check in with the president. Mr. President, what seems to be the trouble? I'm caught in my own zipper. Wait a minute, that can't be the right clip. Is that the right clip? Can we get that fixed? Leave everything to me. Anyway, it's time to talk to Hartford Yard Goats president, Tim Restall. Man, this job is too cushy for me. Now, here's Sheriff Tim and Rob Dibble. Sheriff Tim joins us on the Harvey Building Products Hotline. Tim Restall, the president of the Hartford Yard Goats. Man, I'm sorry you guys didn't get the Blue Jays, but you came really close. You know what? It was a very exciting week, and uh, you know it. You know it. Listen, you always want to get picked, but it's you know what? It's nice to you know to get some attention, and you know not often you get courted uh, and have a conversation with a major league baseball team to play at your home and that was so it's been it was a really exciting week but uh you know it's it's been a lot of fun so how did it all go down how how did you finally get connected how they finally reached out were they driving through and listening to our show or did uh, the governor and mayor have something to do it or did tim call his fisher cat buddies and pull some strings I definitely didn't call my Fisher Cat buddies because obviously they're they're affiliated with them, and they did, they definitely would not want them to see them to go to Hartford and not go to New Hampshire. Nah, but they know their actually, ballpark ain't nothing like what we got. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it's um, it's funny. So you know, obviously when, when we talked on Monday, we already already had been reached out by the, the Blue Jays, and we got connected with them through the Rockies with regards to, you know, are you guys interested in talking? And so obviously we're, we were definitely interested in talking. So we had spoke on, um, on Saturday and, and went over the ballpark and, and what, you know, how it plays and what the facility is like. And it was with one of the assistant general managers and explaining, you know, you know the ballpark and, and how it operates and such. And so they asked for some drawings. We I sent the drawings over Saturday night, Sunday. It um, didn't hear anything. I sent a text message just making sure you got the uh, the drawings. And they're like, "Yep, like we'll give you a call tomorrow on Monday." So you know, Sunday night went to bed. Monday morning woke up. There was a text message, Tim. I'll give you a call later on today, but it, you know we we're getting some traction with some major league ball ballparks, so unlikely we're going to come to Hartford. So Monday goes by, and all of a sudden, you know the whole Pittsburgh thing is coming up, and I'm like, you know what? It makes sense. A major league team wants to play in a major league facility, and I understand that. 
And then Tuesday, I hadn't heard anything, so I sent the uh, you know the, the the last text message of, I understand you guys are all set. Just thank you for you know reaching out. And he gave me a call, and I said, listen, we you know totally understand. Thank you so much for thinking of us. You made you made a you know a, a horrible summer a little brighter that we had these conversations, and it was exciting from there. So then all of a sudden Wednesday we're in a staff meeting and I get a text message from my contact to the Blue Jays and it says, what's your afternoon like? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's wide open. I'm turning the sprinklers back. on yeah. and running through them and then turning yeah, them off. Like, I'll, I'll sweep in the hallways. I'm like, it is wide open. So uh, all of a sudden – you know, we started, you know, like, well, what's going on? And all of a sudden, that's when um, it was announced uh, by Pittsburgh in Pennsylvania that the health department or the health officials weren't going to allow the Blue Jays to come into Pennsylvania. So all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're jumping on calls. We're doing, you know, and, and he's saying this is what's going on, bringing us up to speed. So we start doing video calls of, um, you know, the, you know, on FaceTime, showing the ballpark, showing the clubhouses, showing everything. So all of a sudden now it's like, it's on, like, you gotta, you know, gotta make sure my hair's parted and, you know, like, you know, like (laughs) I shaved and the whole nine yards. Right. So it's all of a sudden it's exciting. And so we're literally, literally going through the whole thing. And then as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know, obviously, you know, the health officials, and, and listen, we're all going through the, this COVID thing, and I'm like, that's, I go, that's what's going to separate us. And so I, I had reached out to someone at the state and said, you know, how do we get the Toronto Blue Jays to have major league players and, you know, play at our ballpark? And all of a sudden, um, the Blue Jays said, and said, who are you talking to, at, you know, in, in the government locally? And so I'm like, well, I got to I got to call the governor's office. Like I can't just, you know, I got to go I got to go right to the top. So I ended up calling the governor's office. I explained to him what was going on. I called the mayor. I explained to him what was going on and sent over the MLB policies of Major League uh, Baseball operations for 2020 and said you guys need to look at this and let me know, you know, if we can make this work or not because Listen, we're not a major league facility. We're minor league ballpark, but it's a beautiful ballpark. But what can separate us is the the willingness to work with the state and the city to make this happen because it didn't happen in Pennsylvania. So we get all that lined up. The the state and the city says we'll definitely talk to them and we'll, you know, it looks this looks very, you know, buttoned up. It looks very good. I tell the Blue Jays you know, every you know this is what's going on. I know the governor had reached out to uh, the CEO for the Blue Jays and and talked to him, and we had put our best foot forward. And we were talking yesterday about all the details with the Blue Jays, and they're like, you know, obviously we want to go to a major league facility, and I get that, right? And so they that everything shifted to Baltimore because of their schedule aligned. And such, and then this morning we got word that they weren't going to probably go to Baltimore. They were going to go to 
Buffalo. Uh. And, you know, what, you know, in Buffalo, you know, obviously everyone goes Buffalo. And I'm like, I know, I know. <laughs> but Buffalo is where they have their AAA yeah. ballpark. And, you know, and that's where they feel comfortable with, right? And so, you know, I, you know, I, uh, I, I talked to a scout that, you know, has been up to Buffalo, and they said, you know, it, you know Dunkin' Donuts Park is a much better facility. Buffalo in, you know, in September, you're going to need, you know, Ooh, your, your wool underwear. It's going to be so cold. But, you know what, it's, that's where they felt comfortable, and at the end of the day, that was their decision. Mm. So, so Governor Lamont called their CEO. Yeah, yeah. So it got that yeah. close, there you and go. and the it, governor yeah, was it, that much involved. So, That's yeah, fantastic. Uh, absolutely, the governor, the mayor, like our our ownership, everyone, like you know, like and and the other thing, Rob and Ben is like, so you know, I'm looking four and five steps ahead. So I'm like, I know we need to do field lights, right? Because the lighting. My understanding on how the lighting is is that we're like say at a level I don't know what it's like 150 level at Major League Baseball you need to be 250 level and they brought in lights before so I called the lighting company and I said what you know, they go we've already been put on notice about Hartford by the Blue Jays and I'm like so like it's not like a fire drill like we're 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 right there and. The part of this is that the governor, the mayor, we couldn't even got to the table without their help and be able to put it together. So it, um, you know, it was it was that close. That's awesome. That is an awesome, awesome story, story, man. I appreciate you putting yeah. in the, the elbow grease to almost make it happen. I think it could still happen, though. I don't know. what. I think that <laughs> well, weather when, that you speak of is a true thing. <laughs> Well, when I told because it's this is the second time, right? The first time is yep. Pittsburgh, the second time. So I ended the conversation. I said, "Well, when it goes south in Buffalo, yep. you have my phone number." <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. You know? But it, you know, but it's uh, you know, again, it you know, for where we are in this state, and you know, with battling COVID and where our fans are and what we've been able to do in the reputation of Dunkin' Donuts Park. And when we say the reputation of Dunkin' Donuts Park, it's all a reputation. Uh, I can't even. Reputation. Our, our rep. Yes. Reputation. <laughs> where this is, this is what we, you know, because of that, right. we had a major league team looking at our facility that, you know, coming to our market, staying in our hotel rooms, being in our area for 60 days, that if it wasn't that way, if it and, and it takes a team, and if it wasn't for the the mayor, the governor, the governor's office, the the community, all those things, we would never have gotten to the table. And so I'm I'm very grateful for everyone's help to get there, and grateful your help for you know talking about it. And you know it was it's uh, you know it it was a lot of fun and. You know, I'm excited for uh, whatever tomorrow brings now. Besides, like, that light stuff, what else did you learn? And I don't want you to throw out, like, negatives of the ballpark, but I'm sure they were, trying, like, picking apart every little corner of that place. Uh, maybe something that you picked up that you didn't even think of. No, you know what? And I was reading the the manual, and it was, like, to the tune of, like, 250 pages, and there was a lot of details in there about, you know, you know because of, the new social distancing and stuff, you know, just understanding how to, you know, it's, you know, creating additional clubhouse spaces and additional, um, you know, uh, locations and, you know, 
the security involved in a major league facility and all those things just was, you know, it was interesting to learn about it. And there was, you know, from the side of the baseball side, you know, and, and I, you know, and I say it all the time, it's baseball ready. You know, they were, they were impressed with the level of the ballpark. They, you know, right field wasn't an issue. Uh, the lighting can be addressed. All that kind of stuff was there. So it wasn't, there wasn't any negative that came out. It's just that, you know, um, they're they're affiliated with the team in Buffalo, right? And I, you know, I understand that, right? So you have a relationship with the major league, you know, franchise. Um, you know, you're going to obviously want them to be somewhat loyal to your, you know, your stadium and and such. So it was, it was it was nice to be considered. So well, and and I know people have tried to knock the, the facility and screw them. Um, I'm not a fan of those kind of people. Um, I can honestly say because I know players that played at Fenway, it's like 270 to the bottom of the Green Monster. So people who try to pay, I, listen, I played at Old War Memorial uh, in Buffalo before they built this stadium um, in the minor leagues, and we had a right field thing there, and that used to be a a uh, high level facility. That's where O.J. Simpson and the Buffalo Bills played. And I was one of the last pitchers to play there. I mean, baseball is baseball. Like you were mentioning, you know, it was more or less you were willing to probably change the luxury suites to a locker room. Um, You know, the the Solomon family and everybody uh, were willing to accommodate the Blue Jays and stuff like that. And people aren't understanding of that. That that was going to be uh, you, you know some other things that you you had to do and and to you know I know people have written and said things about it, um, but man I'm I'm a huge fan of you and a huge fan of the Solomon family. I've been listening to this crap for five years uh, when when even the idea of baseball in Hartford was laid out there. I listened to people that said it could never happen and to be this close to to you know having people respect the job that the the yard goats and and the organization has done uh you should be commended on that don't ever listen to the people that that uh you know maybe it's politics maybe it's just not their cup of tea but but what you've accomplished since the, this whole thing started even the first season playing on the damn road right. the entire year and people don't even understand what that's like for a minor league player. And every nobody complained. The sponsors didn't go away. I, I mean, they're, they're, I could go on and on and on, Tim. I don't have to tell you. But uh, it, you guys, you, you deserve to be recognized uh, by Major League Baseball and the Blue Jays for the effort you put in. Well, you know, it's funny. Well, first of all, thank you. It's, um, we, you know, when I was talking to the Blue Jays and I said, listen, you have someone, now you're talking to someone that went through this. Right, so right. figuring out putting a team on the road and how that works, and you know how do you do mail when the team is on the road? How do you do, you know, how do packages come in? What do you do for meals? Everything like that. And so I was sharing some of the the things that we you know didn't realize you know until after the first week or the first month. And you know the part of it is that you know and again I you know when the whole thing has been been going on I learned a long time ago you don't read the comments because everyone that writes the comments but you know the part of it that we always true try to do is uh, and I and I told the Blue Jays is we always try to start with yes right so we try to make the figure out you know and and you know it's funny we were you know we're talking about 
portable showers, right? This is the level of detail of the conversation. Things you don't even think about. Portable showers and how do we get a trailer onto the concourse so that we can have showering for the visiting team, right? And, you know, it won't fit through the gates, so how do you make it work and all this other stuff. And those wow. details are all, you know, like, like we, you know, like I was actually, uh, so I called, I called, um, a good friend of mine, Brian Foley, and I'm like, so how, how does the National, you know, can you put me in touch with the National Guard about how they do showers? And then he wow. calls me back and he says, well, it's through FEMA, and here's the information. And, you know, things that like that, you don't think about it. It's like we were, you know, you know, we're, like I said, we always try to start with yes and try to make it work because that's what you do. You know, if you want to, if you want to be negative all the time and figure out ways you can't do something, you know, that's, you can do that very easy, but we always take the positive side. So, as a baseball fan, reading that major league base, just a major league baseball document, especially in these times, that two hundred pager. Did you go all the way through it, Tim? Did you, did you go word for word, and did you find anything that was like, as a baseball guy, like, wow, I can't believe they're doing this just to have this season go on? Uh, you know, it was a lot of like, you know, things that you just, you know, like meals being prepared and not having a buffet and having individual, you know, meals and, and all those, you know, there are different tiers of, you know, employees, like a tier one, a tier two, a tier three, and, and where, you know, limitations on where people go and all that stuff, you know, it was so, you know, obviously it was very well done that, you know, they're trying to make it as safe as for the, for the, uh, the staff, the players, the facility, so that they can play play baseball. So you know it was it was very impressive to go through that and look at those areas. And you know it was you know you know as I was on page you know I read the whole thing. I was on page seventy five. I'm like, there's a lot of detail that was going <laughs> this. a lot of things that I, you know because on page seventy five I'm like, what about this? And on seventy six it was identified. You know because as an operations person you're thinking right. seven or eight steps down the road because. That's what you do. You prepare to go, you know, they, you know, they come in the building, they go left, they go right, they go straight. And every corner was covered with this document. So it was, you know, as a detail person, it was, it was fun to read. I know you've seen uh, the, the Washington football team has put off naming their team for a year. Can you, you know, maybe in a couple of minutes or less, uh, explain to people how thorough uh, you and the Solomon family had to research naming a new ball club uh, back when you, you know, picked the Yard Goats name? I mean, just, you know, you know short, quickly describe the the how long it took for you and the PR firm and all that stuff to figure out what you wanted to call yourselves. Yeah, so we we did a name the team contest, which was you know a lot of fun, and you know it's uh, you know we got six thousand names sent in, and it was amazing. Some names I can't talk about because they were really rude, <laughs> but you see all these names coming in, and when you're in the business you understand that minor league baseball is marketing, the marketing that goes into it. And, you know, it's funny when the, the name Yard Goats came across, two of us had, um, you know, chose that as one of our top ten names. And, you know, part of it is understanding that we're marketing towards kids. And when we say marketing towards kids, you're thinking about the kids want to say the name and they want to, you know, go to the ballpark. And so when we chose the names, you know, we did all the – the research and one of the most important things, and it's it, you know a lot of teams ha- 
haven't done this, but there's a thing I'm not sure if you guys know, like Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Yes. So you need to check everything, never mind the trademarks <laughs> and all that stuff, but you need to do an Urban Dictionary check of your names as well. So, you know, it, it was very, it, you know, it was uh, interesting to see some of the, the suggestions that came in, and then we went to the Urban Dictionary, and we realized that is not a name that we're going <laughs> to ballpark with. <laughs> so, you know, the part of it is that, you know, knowing your audience and what it is, and when we became, when we announced that we were the Yard Goats, we became the most hated people in the state of Connecticut. And I, you know, I, I, I say that, but, like, everyone hated the name. And the reason that is that we're very conservative. We think, you know, we think senators, we think capitals, you know, we think, you know, Red Sox, we're very conservative. And minor league baseball, you know, when it gets to the promotion side, isn't conservative. So we let all the negativity go for about a month. And then we released the logo, and then all of a sudden the logo blew up, and you know everyone loved it. And the part that you know being you know paying homage to the whalers, the piece that I never re- you know didn't realize because we talked in detail about using the blue and green of the whalers, and recognizing the the great sports history in Hartford, and then I, and then the logo got announced and everyone loved it. But anyone that would give negative comments, all of a sudden the whalers fans were coming out of the woodwork saying, wait a minute, if you think that logo isn't good, that means you don't think our the Whalers logo is good. So needless to say, it was uh it was well, but you know, when you when you're creating a name of a team, you're thinking about your your customer, your fan base, how that's gonna translate, you know, for us, you know, it translates a lot to our marketing, you know, you know, we now have live goats at every home game. Like, you know, it's amazing how the, the, that branding goes to you right. so far down the line that, you know, from, you know, um, your promotions to your food items to everything, you're just always aware of it. So, so you could see what, the, what Washington's going through. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, uh, you know, there, and, and, but the part of it is – where do you, you know, where do you, where, where's your, where's your line, right? Where's your, your comfort on, you know, being outrageous or you're going to be conservative or you're going to be, you know, um, you know, a little out there, you know, typically, you know, NFL teams, you know, you look at the names and they've been around for a long time. A lot of them are, you know, I don't want to say mainstream, but they're, they're, they're in the safe zone. So, you know, um, you, you'll see names like that, and then you see names like you know what the the Norwich team did with the you know, sea unicorns. You know that was, you know that that was not in the in the in the safe zone, and they've sold a ton of merchandise out of it. So, Tim, as always, my friend, great job. Great work. Uh, too bad that you couldn't get them here, but you were very very close, and it's still not over yet. They still right. haven't played up in Buffalo yet, so we'll keep our fingers <laughs> crossed. Absolutely. You might get another absolutely, text in the absolutely. Next week. Ben, I appreciate the heads up on the area codes of Canada. So All right, I'll yes. I'll, I'll keep those in mind if anything comes, and you know, uh, and uh, I great to talk to you guys. Absolutely, you, Tim. have a great weekend, man. Take care, guys.